Reliable, 22 of 25 on the year. I'll say yes. Kostowski from 62 yards. And again, well passed and into the net with plenty to spare. Here they're going to go long again. Open oh, it's Cooks. Cooks, the one-year touchdown, New England. Pipe down, Tony. And that is, well, and you could say that just about any point in the game, Tony. <laughs> I think you got into a little, uh, calm down. A little, little nose candies out of the border before that game. He was real excited the he whole time. Whole time. <laughs> he he was... just jazzed. All those fajitas and margaritas. He was living yeah, life. I think, I don't think he slept. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to Title Town Sports Podcast. I'm Melissa Clark. I am Craig Stanton. And we're excited to chat with you today. Very much so. Uh, what you just heard there was uh, Stephen Guskowski booting a really long field goal. and uh, Oh, a franchise record Franchise field goal. record field goal, which franchise record, bah, who cares? I mean, he had the one before it, too. Yeah, it was his own. he might have even had the one before that. Who knows? Probably. Franchise you know records are cheap. That's what I say. <laughs> not when you're the like most winningest team ever. Well, that's, that's not, like a that's record record. Not that's a, a real league statistic. record. That's not a real statistic. <laughs> we'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. Most winningest team ever. Yeah. Yeah. UConn women's basketball. Yeah. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple teams that might have a beat. Uh, anyways, final score of? 33 to 8. 33 to 8. Nothing like the odd 8. Oh, right. The two-point conversion. Yeah, two-point right, conversion. Right, 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 right. When you're fucking down by four a touchdowns, million. you yeah. might as well go for two. Uh, they made it, though, which does not do well for my special team's take. I mean, that's a, is that? I mean, technically, that's a special teams play, but really, it's just another defensive snap, right? Like it yeah, goes on the, sure. the special oh, yeah. teams ledger. Yeah, okay. what do you mean it was it was Gilmore, right? Or it was Gilmore on the two point and Butler on the touchdown? Yeah, they basically both got rocked for one. Yeah, oh, yeah. So Patriots win in Mexico City. Made sh- pretty quick Short work, work of the of the yeah. Raiders. The Raiders did not really do much in terms of uh, putting up any resistance. It didn't seem like to the old <laughs> Patriotas. Oh, nice. You know, that that sounded flair. like a little Italian. I don't know. Yeah. I made that up. It sounded a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was a game. I'm not even going to call it a good game. It was a good win. It was a strong win, but. Inter- you talking about entertainment value? Yeah. When you say a good game? Yeah, right. I'm going all out of order from what our script was supposed to be. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, this was this was one of the one of the first games this year that I found myself just like chatting with the people that I was watching with because I was, you know, you're just like, well, you know, what's the diff? Yeah, I was like drifting and mm-hmm. then I would get accused of not watching the game and then something would happen. I would yell at the TV for a while. Right. And then I would right. definitely go back to drifting. Yeah, you have to. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, didn't didn't, do, didn't have much to keep your attention in terms of like uh, gripping drama, which no. is nice. I mean, th- this I think this was sort of an above average first half of the Patriots season in terms of gripping drama. Yeah. Um, Way too so much than of we it. expected. Way too much. Know? It was nice to have a nice steady controlled measured and not a lot of fanfare just like this is how we're gonna be you yeah. we're gonna execute consistently we're gonna play all three phases of the game it's like your half half you're gonna... impression right now <laughs> yeah that's how he sounds i put my hoodie on or you're just this. really disinterested in what we're talking yeah about. that's how much i didn't care <laughs> that wasn't a Belichick impression i'm just really fucking bored i talk the same way it's the way that you're supposed to talk so anyway. can i just clarify something real quick yes i got a lot of shit when that field goal happened. Yeah, of for course. For my Gaskowski take. Yeah. Where Cause was, you hate him and you think he's washed up. I just want to clarify for all our listeners what my Gaskowski take Craig is. Craig a plate of crow to eat. Yeah. Well, I was sitting in a room with my entire extended family, which I 
I believe constitutes like 85% of our listenership. So <laughs> shout out to them. Thanks, hey guys. <laughs> um, so I just want to clarify my Guskowski take. Are you running for office right now? No, 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 no. I just want to clarify. I'm listening. Cause I get, Intently. I got a voicemail. I got a room full of heckling. <laughs> I got ve- tons of text messages. I just got raked over the coals because Guskowski made a kick. I d- at no point did I say that Guskowski's gonna miss every kick he takes He's going to make the vast majority of everything all the time, as all field goal kickers in the NFL do. They're all like plus players. There's no one, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the lowest kick percentage is, but it's got to be, it must be above like 85. Yeah, someone should look that up and tweet it at us. Yeah, so like they're all good on any given field goal, like, or point after, like the odds are it's going in. My take is that he's missed so many. Not as many as you think, But though. in big spots, but in some big spots he has. I'm traumatized basically from the AFC Championship game two years ago in the Super Bowl last year. Okay, which we won. Which rattles the confidence, which then when he goes up to a kick, I'm not confident in his ability. I absolutely thought he was going to miss the 62-yarder, but I'm not really impressed with the 62-yarder. I've say, I say this all the time. All these kickers can boot this shit from like 70 yards easily. They do it in practice. They do it before the game. They just fucking send it. Well, what do you think stops them from doing it in the game? Why aren't people just it's kicking in, oh, field goals from the other end head. zone? Because it's all in their head. It's like, why can't a fucking golfer sink a you know a 30-foot putt? I bet he can do it on his practice green in his basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all like it's all in the it's all in between your ears. Hell of a kick, though. He drilled yeah, that thing. I mean, nailed it. Yeah. Right down Not the middle. Not questionable. Like had some extra fucking sauce on it. Yeah, he could have made it. He was sweating. He was real excited. They Getting iced hot. him. He was like, oh, my God, I need some Gatorade. Having hot flashes up in the booth, altitude sickness, <laughs> cocaine withdrawals. Yeah, he's just starting lines up Jim Nance's tie. Coming down. <laughs> <laughs> the tie clip's got a real flat plane on it. Anyway, this went off the rails. What? Um. Oh, the injuries. Oh, God, yeah. So, uh, that's another piece. <laughs> Let me just tee you off. This is what I do. <laughs> Let's talk about the dehydration injuries. Who, so it was Amendola and, and Gilmore. Gilmore, but he was like limpy. I don't know. The dehydration thing just bothers me. Drink water. <laughs> it's Mexico. It's hot. You can't drink the water there. They, but get some. You can't get find a bottle of fucking Vita Coco down there that's sealed. I don't know. They brought water with them on get the plane. Some they were probably ration, rationing it. Maybe they were rationing. I'll be willing to suspend this uh, lack of patience if I find out that they were rationing water from their private fucking jet. You don't know. It's not impossible. You know, times are tough. Yeah. I mean, there was just a big hurricane down there. They don't have a lot of stuff. You don't want to be throwing that in the people's faces. I believe it was an earthquake, but you're right. Oh, that yeah. would be insensitive. <laughs> You've seen one natural disaster. You've seen them all. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> With that note, Cut what's that your opening out. take? Cut from that Sunday? all out. Um, my opening take is going to be about the offensive line. Just to go real boring Word. on you. Word. Yeah. Let's take the air right out of this balloon. <laughs> I know. Like, wah, wah. Um, Sorry to all my aunts and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> They're interested in this, damn it. They, they sure are. Yeah. I, you know, I think that going into that game, the offensive line was already held together with like duct tape and glue and maybe some popsicle sticks. It's basically mm. like a craft fair over Couple there. ace bandages. Yeah. Just uh, holding some knees together. Uh, and then the replacement right tackle, Waddle, went out too. He sure was replacing did. Cannon, who was out with some undisclosed injury. Probably from the water. Yeah, shitting himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what injury means. You know, but they managed to hold it together. Tom Brady got sacked once. It was kind of a brutal sack, though. I got real nervous because he went he went down at his knees and twisted a little. 
But Khalil Mack, he's like he's one of the best pass rushers in the game. He's gonna yeah. get through once or twice. You but the fact that he only figure. got through once, you know, Brady oh, got hit win. a couple times, but he really only got sacked and taken down in a way that you were like, ugh, once, yeah. which is, you know, talk about a tale of two cities. Like when you look back six, seven weeks ago and he was getting sacked five times against the Texans, we were like, Jesus, is yeah. he even going to survive yeah. the season? And there were some, even within those games, there were some times where like technically it wasn't a sack. He just like threw the ball and got like yeah. absolutely railroaded. Demolished um, into don't, the turf. You know, we, they don't show up on the stat sheet when we go to like look that up, you know, now. Yeah. But um, but you felt it. Oh, hell yeah. There's like a Brady-sized imprint in the turf. We were saying he'd be dead by Thanksgiving. Yeah, we didn't even think he would make it this far. Well, I mean, I guess it could still happen now, but we're probably going to be wrong about that. Yeah, it seems like he's made it. I guess something traumatic could happen between now and Thursday. So, wait, so let me... <laughs> you can get all this. No, no, no. So, <laughs> do you think they are... Do you think that the last two games where Brady's been relatively clean are an, uh, a... Uh, what's the word? Aberration? No, because I, no. they're all banged up, or do you think that they're gonna figure they have it figured out, even though they're all banged up? What's I, your... I think it speaks to them figuring it out and getting back to Injuries that like aside. next man up philosophy of like we're all moving towards the same goal. We have the same idea. We know how to fill in for each other, you know. And you can like move positions, and and everyone knows how to keep like their eye on the prize and make sure that you know some of their non negotiables are covered. Like you can't let the quarterback get hit. Right. You don't turn the ball over. You like, know, you see a lot of that, and they talked about it on the broadcast too. A lot of like the chipping thing, like Gronk will be like on the like lineup, you know, on the edge of the line, and like just like throw a quick little shoulder at like their yeah. outside pass rusher, and then you know, right, the just tackle knock him off his route a little takes bit, takes it from there, yeah. and it's like that. Just those little milliseconds add up. But that's everybody knowing, where like to be. what yeah. to do and where to go and how to make the best possible play for the team, not for yourself. Because doing that probably takes Gronk off his route a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. he, he's not as far down the field as he would like to be when Brady's releasing the ball, but it gives Brady more time in the pocket and allows the, the tackle to have more time if he's taken on two guys. And, you know, I think it just speaks to the Patriots, like figuring it out and getting it together and keeping the assembly line moving. Of big boys. The assembly yeah. line of big goobers. <laughs> they also have a hamburger factory to feed them. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I hope you're right. And Me I, too. I doubt you will really know whether they figured it out until the playoffs. Because looking at the schedule coming up, and it's not exactly a murderer's row. It, of, uh, you know, but it looked like it would be at the beginning. Of sure did. That turned. The, yeah, the sharp left. Didn't see that coming. We'll get to that part. Yeah. We'll get to that. What's your opening take? That's such a great question, Melissa. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, my opening take has to do with uh, Bill Belichick, Jack Del Rio, coach of the Oakland Raiders, yeah. and Altitude. Yes. <laughs> so Patriots played last week in Denver, Mile High Stadium. They did. Uh, I heard roughly, that. Roughly, I thought I looked About this up 5, before. About 5,000 feet. 5,000 feet-ish yeah. elevation. Uh, they Hence then, the mile. For the, yeah, right. <laughs> How many feet are in a mile? 5,280. Shit, I really wish you didn't know that. But you could be lying and I wouldn't know the difference. It's true. It's either a really good bluff or uh, you actually know. I'm I think I'm right. The second thing. I you think I'm right. I'm gonna Anyways, so they play in Denver, Mile High Stadium. For those that don't know, they the Patriots practiced all week in Colorado Springs at the Air Force Academy. And that is like 6,000 something. So they went up in elevation. Yeah. 
Um, it's about an hour away from Denver, but apparently it's all uphill. And then <laughs> they play the game in <laughs> they play in Mexico City, which is about seven thousand of elevation, five two eighty. She nailed it, folks. Crushed Let it. the record show. If girls you, can do math, if you at home didn't Google it faster than Melissa did. You can just stop now. I did we, it. We did it. So, anyways, so they go from Denver to Colorado Springs to uh, Mexico to City. Mexico City. For the sole purpose of altitude, right? They spend two weeks basically yeah. getting acclimated for this game. Do you know when Jack Del Rio and the Oakland Raiders showed up to Mexico City? I do. When was that? Saturday night. Fucking the night before the game. Do you know they were on a bye week the week before? And too? they were on a bye, which like they are mandated to like give the players yes. like actual Correct. time off on the right. bye week. So it's not like they could have gotten there like really but they early. They could have gone on Monday. But I don't know. They could they could have gotten there earlier. They could have gone I, I read, Wednesday. I read even. a thing on like some like Raiders blog that it, it was spun as like they didn't want to spend too much time in the altitude. Like they were like like they didn't want to be exposed to it or something ridiculous. Like it's pollution that like, they were worried is, about. Is it not like yeah. well known? And like I'm not a scientist, but like is it not well known that Full like disclaimer. it takes a couple days to get acclimated yeah. to high altitudes, right. and then once that happens, you're pretty much good. Well, an interesting fact: the Raiders actually play below sea level. Oh, am I that, blowing yeah, yeah, all yeah. your takes? No, 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 no. That's a good one. You know, another one, another good one. Yeah, is that they did this last year. I know they but- played in fucking Mexico last year, so you would think that they would be like, oh shit, yeah, remember. When that guy puked and we had to take him to the hospital. But they won last year. Yeah, but that doesn't so I mean think that he they was didn't like, like stay the course. Do I we guess so. I don't know. I just Dumbass. look at like on the one hand, we sort of talked about this last week a little bit. Is how like you're the the old adage of Belichick's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Yep. Where like and it's just so classic Patriots. Like what do they do in the week between Denver and Mexico? Well, it's like we have a bunch of options. You could go like rip it up in Tijuana or Playa del Carmen or like whatever. I or, bet Gronk voted for that one. Or you go to a fucking service academy and probably sleep in like cots in yeah. a dorm. And and you, you know, wake up at 6 fucking 30 to go to a meeting at 6 31. Right. Uh, like in running laps around the campus with like people in the Air Force. Yeah. Badass. At elevation. And then you go to Mexico to play a football game and win. Yeah. And if you, if I, 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 uh, I didn't really notice this when I was first watching the game, but I went back and like watched, but this sort of stuff doesn't really get on the TV broadcast. So it's like hard to tell. But there was, I think, two or three Oakland Raiders on defense who like, put their arms in the air to like substitute on the opening drive, the well, Patriots opening offensive drive, which was like, they were up, they were no huddle. Like, well, that's what I was say. They went no huddle. And so, you know, that was Belichick just taking Belichick and Brady. Cause Brady's the one that kind of controls that on the field, but I'm sure they had talked about it. Like oh, oh, absolutely. taking advantage that's the of the plan. fact that like you didn't prepare, you're not ready. We are just going to run you into the ground. That they came and, from 21 feet below sea level. Yeah, He just winded the defense on the opening drive. And they were toast. I mean, it's not unbelievable. It's very believable, but it's just crazy that like the, the ineptitude of the NFL. That one seems like an easy one. Yeah, it seems like a no-brainer. Book the flights earlier, Jack. Right. Get some get some elevation in your life. Breathe do some that deep mountain breathing air. activities. And it doesn't even have to be like like you know, not that you have to do everything exactly the way the Patriots did it, but like if you don't want your players like fucking around in Mexico, which is like that makes sense. Sure, reasonable. There are plenty of places you can go that are higher elevation. Yeah, lots that of you mountains. can like take the net. You can you can get there gradually, especially in the West Coast. Yeah, totally. They have tons of options. Go to fucking I don't know Tahoe or something. Yeah, get some. Go to Yosemite. Go to Utah. I don't know what the elevations of any of these places are. They seem high. Go to Canada. Yeah, fuck it. That whole place on a mountain. Just get over the border. Go do a whole continent in one weekend. You're good to go. So that's my opening take. It's just like, like, God damn it, right? Like, try to well, like be competitive. Yeah. I don't know. Try something. Like, do try, that. Try not to lose the game before the game starts. Maybe. Yeah, that's another Yet example. Another of the Patriots just 
exposing a weakness like oh you didn't prepare right watch we'll show you why you didn't yeah, yeah, prepare yeah. right let you, us you feel that feeling in educate your chest you. you feel your lungs like cracking like an old twig yeah They're that's like, us beating you <laughs> Phil Belichick is on the sideline with like one of those anatomy charts of the lungs pointing at Del Rio <laughs> being like it's here your problem is here here's where we're beating these you. are closing and constricting <laughs> this area no airflow can't run Not a lot of oxygen <laughs> Do you uh, think he ever just like looks across and is like, what, do you, what are we doing here? Well, Jack Del Rio specifically, I heard some stat on the radio today that was like Belichick Brady versus Jack Del Rio. They've played like as a coordinator or as a head coach. Yeah. They're like nine and one. And I think the one might have been, uh, it was either like a throwaway game at the end of the season or it might have been the Castle year, but that wouldn't support the Brady Belichick aspect of yeah. it. Whatever. Well, it was they the own one. Jack Del Rio. That's the point. Yeah, they basically just sent him home crying. Every time. Like every time. He was with Jacksonville for a while there. He was, I think he was the DC of Denver for like, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to pretend to know fucking yeah, Jack, Jack Del, Del Rio's, Rio's resume. But, anyways, they own his ass and they owned his ass yeah. on Sunday in Mexico for sure. It's an embarrassment. It sure is. Can we talk about Mark Davis for a second? Yes. He's a character that interests me. <laughs> I'm going to, my take on Mark Davis, I have a hard time make, being politically correct, but you go first. Yeah, I agreed. <laughs> it's hard to know what to say and where to draw the line. I just think like, talk about Silver Spoon, right? Oh, so Mark only- Davis, own, uh, son of Al Davis, yeah, yeah. owner of the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Right. And he just wears all white and like crushes Cheetos and has a dumb and dumber haircut. And if that doesn't give you a mental image of what we're talking about, I, I just Google him because it is a sight to behold. Yeah. And like, it, second time today, I'm not a scientist <laughs> or a doctor, but like, it's not all there. Like we can yeah, admit together off. as a society that it, like, he's not where it needs to be. And CVS, the like, neurons aren't Jesus. They show... Uh, Bob and Jonathan Kraft wearing their like suits. Oh yeah, and Robert Looking Kraft classy has as fuck. Beautiful like tailored French cuff, blazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cufflinks on. Custom and then Nikes. Always. Mark Davis just like they cut to Davis. I got the flaming hot Cheetos <laughs> this time. He's just like, shoveling Cheetos in his mouth. Where did he and, even like, get Cheetos? Not, for those that didn't see that clip, like it's not an exaggeration. Google it. Like the rate of <laughs> Cheeto to mouth was pretty quick. Quicker than you would think, like a billionaire would eat. Yeah, the altitude food. was not know. slowing him down. I picture I him like fork, fork and knife, like De Blasio, you know, like that whole thing. <laughs> He's rich. I don't know. Rich people do lots of unnecessary stuff. You think he'd have someone to hand him the Cheetos or that? Like, put Ooh, them in better. his mouth. Save his fingers. Not, tips. Yeah, because like you said, he's Cheeto. a fan of like the white tracksuit. He wears like a. I don't even know what kind of tuxedo you would call it because it's like white on white as opposed to it's denim a, on denim. A tuck. You don't tell me it's a tux. No, idiot. It's like how you call a denim on denim a Canadian tuxedo. Oh, oh, oh. look, oh, we're both oh. fans of. <laughs> you idiot. You're saying get like a jokes. blank tuxedo. I get yeah, you. I yeah, get you. I get yeah. you. I get you. I just thought you were referencing a time you saw him in a tuxedo and that would have been just full dumb and dumber. Like oh, yeah. I would, oh, my God. I and then wearing a tuxedo I outside lost of a tuxedo. Especially if it was like a blue tuxedo. Oh, I wouldn't God. have been able to handle it. Yeah, he looks like Jeff Daniels. He it's, looks like Jeff Daniels with the salad bowl haircut. Yeah. And he like travels to get that haircut I heard today. Oh man, yeah. Like, Mark he, Davis he's is not a just mystery. like Mark Davis makes this. me like very uncomfortable. Like literally, like, the thought of him, I'm just like. <laughs> Imagine if you ran into him somewhere. 
Oh God, I don't even know. I, I don't, don't know e- what that would be like. He's also like really weird. Like I don't know. He does like media availabilities. You know, he says like weird shit. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I gotta listen to more of his takes. Anyway, how you feel about the rest of the season after coming off this? <laughs> we got here's what we got left. Tell me. Two against Miami. Two against Buffalo. Yeah. Home one home against both. the Jets. Yeah, that would make sense. And uh, the Steelers away. So at uh, Heinz. I don't even know if that's what it's called now, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. And then a first round bye and then a divisional round. Right. So wait, so right. five, six, bye, divisional round. Championship. And Super then, Bowl. yeah, I guess wake me up at the divisional round. That's going to be the next. No, maybe not even. They that might get Jacksonville. I heard. Or Buffalo. Could you imagine what a cupcake game so, that would be? They're not going to get Buffalo at this current rate. I don't know. I I look at that Steelers game as like, yeah, I mean, of the remaining games, that's the one that kind of has the most juice. I yeah. mean, the NFL does this on purpose. They like push all the divisional games to the end of the season to like create drama. It has yeah, the opposite is, effect yeah. in the AFC This East. was too heavy though. Yeah, I think I agree. That's like, it's ridiculous it, that yeah. five of the six divisional games yeah, in the last are in the last six weeks. weeks. It, that's just, I don't know. It's not too even- much. Yeah, it's not fun. Although, I mean, it would be if we were in a, a, a contested division. That, sure. like, all these games, you have, like, a two-game swing every time somebody That's wins. That's like, Whatever, but... But this uh, division is not that. Yeah, it definitely works in the, Spread in it the opposite way in yeah. the AFC East. Um, but I'm not... I'm honestly not... Speaking about... the Speaking of Brady and Belichick owning teams, like, they own the Steelers. When was, when was the last time the Steelers beat the Patriots? Can you remember the last time the Steelers beat the Patriots? No. Every year, we, like, circle it on the schedule, yeah. and we're like, oh, watch out. I looked this one up too. It was whoa, 2011. Whoa. 2011 was the last Coming time that the hot Steelers. Coming in with the facts and figures today. Someone has some free time. Quit my job. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no responsibilities. Uh, yeah, 2011 was the last time the Steelers beat the Pats. Yeah, so now everyone's going to say like, oh, they're due. Yeah, I guess due. so. But I like stopped being scared of the Steelers long ago. Yeah, I think they just have that like... They're they're never reputation. A, yeah, and but they're never they don't a really dumpster live up fire. to it. They're yeah. they're always around. They're competitive. They're strong. Yeah, they're they're one of the only teams in the AFC that haven't had like really high highs and really low lows. Like the Patriots have just been co- at a consistent level for the last like fifteen or so years. The Steelers, you could argue, basically the same. I mean, they, you know, since they got Ross good quarterback and a halfway decent coach, and you'll get to a certain point in the NFL. Coach like, doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. Like Tomlin's an idiot. I think Tomlin's an idiot. Yeah, I think he's, he's a dumbass. I, I don't think he's good. Remember last year when he was complaining because all he was hearing in the headset was uh, Scott was Zolak. Zolak? Yeah. Mike, what exactly? What what exactly happened? You just didn't have any communication. We were listening it? to the Patriots radio broadcast for the majority of the first half <laughs> on our headsets. We had the, oh, that's such a great clip. We had the Patriots radio broadcast in our headphones. <laughs> He says it in like his announcer voice too, <laughs> like he's gonna uh, give you a sponsor after. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just not scared of anybody. No. God, I hope Jay Cutler plays, though. Oh, yeah. I I broke devastating news to Craig that it looks like Cutler's going into concussion protocol, so he won't be there next week. I was talking to my friend uh, Dan the Dolphins fan today, and he said he wasn't ruled out yet, so we'll see. Well, Who's he, their backup? I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Is it still Matt Moore? The, f- the random fact pulling out of our asses ends here. Yeah, we hit a dead wall. He hit a- Where's Dan <laughs> the Dolphin fan? Let's ask him. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know who's backing up Jay Cutler. Joe Camel? I- God knows. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that aren't old enough to know, Joe Camel was a mascot of a cigarette company. Oh, it's Matt Moore. You got it. Oh, God oh! damn it. Wow, we are knowledgeable I as was fuck. Right. <laughs> Shit. I should have stuck with the guns. Yeah, but he sucks. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so does Jay Cutler, but Jay Cutler is so much more fun. Yeah, he at least would have been more entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> Anyhow. All so, right, we're humming. We're zipping. Uh, we're moving right along. We had some sad news today. Yeah, that's true. 
for those of you that don't know, we record on Mondays. Monday, November 20th. So today. it was announced today that unfortunately, Terry Glenn passed away. Sure did. Who was sure a did. receiver for the Patriots in the late 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about Terry Glenn, he caught Tom Brady's uh, first touchdown pass. Yeah, and uh, was a big part of uh, the 1996 Super Bowl bid yeah. that the Patriots made. That was his rookie year. Their um, and there. he died, so that's sad. Yeah. He also, you know what he did with the ball he caught, that Tom Brady? Threw? I don't know what he did with the ball he caught. <laughs> what do you think he should have done with the ball that he caught? <laughs> well, I mean, at the time, he just got a touchdown from the backup. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, like, he didn't give it to him, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, what did he do? He threw it into the stands. Oh, yeah. I was about- <laughs> <laughs> didn't even flip it to a ref. Threw it right up to a fan. Like, yeah, it was in San Diego, I think, right? Fuck or it was you, against San Diego. New guy. I don't know where it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's sad, but what's weird is the people coming out being like, he ended up being a really good guy. He was a good guy down inside. Yeah, it's want to know things, more about Terry Glenn. I'll tell you that. And I'm sure we'll find out all sorts of stuff yeah, in the next probably. couple of days and weeks. I learned more about Terry Glenn than I ever cared to know in the last six hours of just being yeah. alive uh, on like social media and like listening to the radio today. But it is sad. I mean, it, yes. it's clear from what we, you know, for those who were like really following the team closely back then and also anybody who was six years old and read about it all today, uh, <laughs> like me. So, I mean, it's clear he had like a really rough upbringing and like struggled with drugs and alcohol and, yeah. you know, the law and things yeah. of that nature yeah, he for had his whole like challenges. career and life. Um, and we don't know a ton of details about the context of the crash, but... No, but it is mm, sad. Yeah. So RIP sure. 88. Who's the douche? <laughs> the douche of the week, uh, slam dunk douche of the week is LeVar Ball. Is that an intentional pun? <laughs> no, it wasn't, one? but that was good. Jesus. That was good. <laughs> anyway, it's LeVar Ball. And for those that don't know, LeVar Ball is Lonzo Ball's father. Lonzo Ball, who now plays for the Lakers in his right. rookie year. LeVar is often featured as a douche on any sort of broadcast that you see him on. Uh, but he has another son who plays for UCLA. What's his name? Leando. Sure, that sounds good. You go. I'll look that okay. up. Okay. Uh, we're not going to let facts get in the way of a good story here, people. Uh, so he was in China with the UCLA team. Him and a couple of his teammates got busted shoplifting. Not ideal. Uh, they got caught with all the merchandise and confessed to it to the Chinese police. So three UCLA players thrown into jail in China. That's the basis of the story. Yep. I'm with you so far. Cool. President Trump. LaMelo Ball. No, LiAngelo Ball. Yeah, there's three of them. Yeah. Um, President Trump happens to be in China on his, like, Asia trip that he recently took. Yeah. Uh, Galavant. Yeah. Uh, Actually... As much as this hurts to say, this is the sad part, I think, is what Craig's implying, uh, you know, uses some diplomacy, manages to get these three kids out of jail and sent back home. Yeah. Cut to yesterday, I guess it was. Yeah, he was on the Good Morning America or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So the, the frustrating part about this is like, why does LeVar Ball have such a platform? Yeah, why do like, people he's not keep even, talking like, to him? He's like, people just keep putting microphones in his face and they're like, can you believe what he said? Like, yeah, I'd be fucking saying some outlandish shit if Good Morning America was calling me asking we for do. my takes. Yeah, but he basically said like, man, the kids were fine. You should have just stayed out of it. What was he even yeah, doing there? Yeah. And not for nothing... LeVar, I don't really know that the jails in China work the same way as the jails 
Right. Here. The penal system, I think, is a little different structure. A little more swift and uh, yeah, a little iron more, fisty. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> lot less leniency, I would uh-huh. say. And his whole thing was, I've seen worse than shoplifting, so I don't see what the big deal was. Yeah. Like, what the... What are you doing? How about you just shut your mouth about it or talk to your kid about like, hey, maybe don't steal shit. Which, interestingly, the for like the two or three days as this story was unfolding, not a peep from LeVar Ball. Yeah, no. Did not say a damn thing until everything was like signed, sealed, and like his kid is like back state size, not in a Chinese prison. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't going to run his mouth when there was a chance his kid would. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, I'm not saying you got to like thank the guy up and down. I mean, I'm no Donald Trump fan, but like, yeah, this is like the wrong, wrong wrong battle to pick. And it's like, I think it might be like the first time that it's the wrong battle to pick. Like LeVar Ball, man, not a man of like limited opinion. Like he says whatever he wants about bullshit all the time, spouts off constantly. That's like why anybody even knows his name Right, is because he just like. Yeah. Could you name Kyrie Irving's dad? No. Or even LeBron's dad? I could not name you a single basketball player's father. Yeah. Michael Jordan's dad? Except for the, uh, uh, Fuck. I stand by it. I couldn't name you a single NBA player's father. I mean, there's probably someone that's junior. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers' kid. Austin. Austin Rivers. I can name you Austin Rivers' dad. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. LeVar Ball, also Donald Trump. It's shared douche of the week. I'm yeah. throwing Trump in there, too, because now he's all butthurt about the fact that he's not being thanked by the father. And he, now he's tweeting that he wished he'd left them in jail. And like, all this, <laughs> like, as if he like know. went down to the... Uh, yeah, then he went to China and like, to demanded that they be free. Like he was Freedom! probably like he, he was, was like Braveheart in there. He was probably eating a well done steak with ketchup, like a psychopath, sitting next <laughs> to the Chinese president. And an aide is like, um, a bunch of USA basketball players just got arrested for shoplifting. And he's like, oh shit. Hey, you want to uh, <laughs> yeah. like yo? What's your pardon power around here? He look like, like bro? nudges the translator. He's like, yeah, what's the deal with this uh, whole? Shoplifting situation. You get, how how much do you think that costs? Yeah, how much for the three USL UCLA guys? <laughs> and I'll take uh, Plus the that painting on I'll the pay wall for the glasses yeah, they yeah, stole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I hate anyone that makes me say like, uh, maybe in Trump Trump's isn't defense. wrong on that. Yeah, it's like don't put me in that position. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. We're all on. We're all in this together. Some people for live Christ that life all the time. I don't know how they I do don't it. Know it must how be they exhausting. Do it. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> this is the first time of yeah, the first time I've found myself like, like lukewarmishly defending. <laughs> I was just saying, I'm not even like a hundred percent on his side, and it hurts, and I'm tired. I don't feel good from it. Well, I think that's probably, I think what we just experienced, that reluctant uh, defending was, I would imagine something not so far from what LeVar Ball was feeling, which is, I should probably say thanks, but like, God, I hate this guy. And like, (laughs) and he hates me too. Yeah, like, let's be honest. So I think he was trying to like not do that because it just didn't feel right. Yeah, but sometimes you got to do stuff that doesn't feel right. Yeah. We've all been there. It's called being an adult, LeVar. Also, it's called how you get dinner. Not great at basketball. Not no, better than not. Michael Jordan. He... <laughs> He's not the next Kobe Bryant. All right. That is all we have for That's you it, this baby. week. We got Patriots Dolphins. Yeah. Hopefully a Jay Cutler-led Dolphins team. I hope so. We've been teasing this matchup for weeks. So I know. It's going to be really disappointing if we can't make fun of can't make more cigarette jokes. Jay Cutler next I just want to see his mug on the sideline. Like, I just, I just want him on my TV. You know? <laughs> It'll He's be a there. good story. I just... He's not a good story. He's we'll crappy. talk about it. We'll talk anyway, about it next Anyway, I think week. I'm going to speak confidently for both of us that we expect Patriots to roll right over the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you liked our show, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can tell a friend. 
you can give us a five-star rating. And you can also follow us on Twitter at TitletownCast. Bing, bing, boom. Just it, like that. Yeah. You can share your thoughts and ideas with us there, too. If you don't Please like do. us, you can do that shit anyways, too, just to like do us a solid, you know? Yeah, go for it. Anyway, thanks. Bye. Later.